0: With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin Daft, to Zion, page 16. So we're in the middle of a question trying to understand exactly what the question was. We had a question, if, let's say, half of the hands were washed. So we wanted to know exactly what, is it mean, what does it mean that you have half of the hands washed. So we said, We're two lines from the bottom of Tess Vavah page 15b. We said that the cases where we have the Shailetz, where you washed half of the hands, and you still have a little bit of... Uh, wetness left on the hand and then you wash the second half of the hand so now the Gemara says so what's the Havim? the Havim is that um, if you you still have a little bit of moisture left on the hand and then you wash the second half so somehow the, the water connects and it's considered like you wash the whole hand at the same time so the Gemara says, wait. If you have a little bit of moisture on it, it's only tofeach. Tofeach means that it's wet enough that your hand is wet, but it's not wet enough that you could make something else wet. So if that's the case, which is tofeach, my havi, what does it help? Well, now we learned on a Mishnah, and now we're on the top of Tezaneh Menalev. Hanitzuk if some water is coming through a through a pipe, or it's coming down some kind of cliff on an angle, umashke tofeach or you have some kind of liquid which only makes wet, but it doesn't make a second level of wetness, meaning if you touch it, you're going to get wet, but you're not going to be able to make something else wet, a So that that level of wetness, when we're talking about a pipe, we're talking about a, a downhill of some kind of slope, the water's coming down, or this level of moisture. So it's not considered a connection if you have, on one side you have a klitame, an impure vessel. On the other side you have a klitahor, a pure vessel. So the connection here, any of these three connections will not create any kind of connection to make the one that's Tahor Tameh. It's not going to make the one that's pure impure. It won't go in either direction. So, and meaning, and it won't make something Tahor. If let's say you have some kind of mikvah and you want to connect the mikvahs, something like that, so then it's not going to make it Tahor either. So the Gemara says, so if that's the case, so we see that it's not considered a connection. So even if you washed half of the hand this way and there's still a little bit of moisture left, it's not considered you're washing it all at the same time. Our answer is, that you have enough moisture to give a little bit, to, to make it uh, to make something else wet. And therefore, is this considered connected or not? So the as says, wait, we have an express uh, Mishnah, in fact, if when you have this amount of moisture that has the ability to, to cause something else to be wet, so it is considered connected. So what's the question? So the Gemara says, The, Gemara says, the question is, maybe it's only in regards to the mikvah. the question is, do we apply that also to them to washing one's hands? So we find that Rabbi Yehudah is the one who says this, that it is considered a keyword considered a connection the Tanah we learned in the Mishnah a mikvah that has in it 40 sa'as of water exactly precisely 40 sa'as which is the required amount and two different people go in to, to uh, dip themselves in the mikvah if they go in one after the other so the first one is tohor but the second one is not because when the first one comes out so the water that's upon his body is going to lessen from the full 40 saw of the mikvah so the second one is not Going to have the full forty sun, therefore he's not going to become tahir. Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda, says, <laughs> if the feet of the first guy are still touching the water, <laughs> so the second guy is also considered pure because since the water is attached, it's 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 enough water. The, the moisture on him is enough to be able to, to to touch something else and cause cause moisture there as well. So it's all considered connected, and therefore it's considered part of the mikvah. And therefore the guy who's going in the the second guy, there's enough water for him. Amr um, Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya says, Hare, "Behold, the Rabbi said if someone comes with his head and most of his body into drawn waters, meaning waters that are not mikvah waters, Vitar and if you have someone who's tohor who fell upon his head uh, uh, through on most of his body, his head and most of his body, uh, three lugin of water.'" So, of water that was drawn, tummy. So he becomes tummy. and Rashi explains because there used to be this place where they would go to go in the mikvah, and the waters were very disgusting, and afterwards they would go out to, to wash themselves in a bath, and people started to think that all you need to do is to go in the bath. So that's why they made this takan to say if you go in the bath, you become Tameh. So, Rabbi Yirmiya says the following question. Mai, let's say you went half of your body into stationary waters like a bath, and in the other half you poured the water on top, which is the two different cases that the rabbis made a takan on. What do we say? Do we say that it's considered that you're tami or not? Mai the halacha teku. Lacha is, we don't know. Amra papa. Rapapa said, amru. behold, they said, Baal keri, person who has some kind of seminal emission, and he's sick, that they put upon him nine calves of water. So he's taur, he's pure. So but you're a Papa. So a Papa asks the following question. So this is this halacha was said. It's a tikkunis Ezra. It's a special tikkun that Ezra made. That in order to learn Torah, that you have to, you can't have any kind of tuma, any kind of impurity from carry from a seminal omission. So, Bayarapapus, his question is like this. Let's say he put half his body in, into the mikvah. And half of it he put upon himself these nine kavim of water. My, what's going to be the halacha? Is it, complete your, is it complete your purity? Because if you do either one of these on your whole body, so that's going to be good enough. So, when it says teku, we don't have an answer. We said if one person says Nechtav, and one person says Nechtam, so we said in the Mishnah, then in such a case it's not good. What's the case that we're talking about where they're not both Shluchim, they're not both the people who are appointed by the Baal, by the husband, to bring the get? I'll get you to me me, but if if there are indeed both messengers, we turn the page to the sign of the base, Kasher, then it would be fine. Why? we can do that he holds Shnaim Shivu get that if two people bring a get from Medina s'ayam. ain't It's not necessary for them to say befafanihtam befanichtam, like we mentioned earlier, and that's like the shita of Rava, which, which says that the whole reason that we have to say Befani in the in the first place is in order to verify the witnesses. And since you have two witnesses here and they're gonna be around, so therefore you don't have to worry about that later. So even if they say something which is one of them says Bufani Nachtav, other one says Bufani Nachtam, it's not gonna ruin it. So, if that's the case, in the end of the mishnah, Two guys are saying that it was it was written in front of me, and one guy is saying it was signed in front of me. possible It's no good. Says it's What's the reason why it's possible, according to the Rabbanon? Because they hold that since they are not, the cases where they're not all shluchim, they're not all messengers, therefore, so we don't have any, at any later point, we won't be able to come back to them and ask them about the witnesses. But if it would indeed be coming out of all of their hands, then the Rabbanon would say that it's kosher. So he said to him, In that's true. so so then if that's the case so then what are they arguing about so in other words why does Rebbe Huda say that it's kosher so the Gomorrah answers, We're afraid in this case that you're going to mix it up with a different case, and you're going to think that it's enough to have one witness in regards to uh, verifying the signatures. And, the, and Rabbi Yehuda, who says it's kosher, he holds that we're not going to make such a mistake, and therefore he says it's kosher. Here's another version of this statement of Rabbi Yechanan Amila. There are those who say, Amr Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda Amar Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda is said in the name of Rav Yehchanan. Afilu get yoitzimitachezide shnehem, puzzle. In this version, so even if it's coming from both of them, it's puzzle. It's not good. Since they only said half of the statement, Alma Kosaber, we can deduce that. Why does he hold that way? Because he holds, Shnaim sheviu get me midinasayom, sayom shemeh baffeneh no nechta baffeneh no That if two people bring it, indeed they do have to say it. Like Rabba's statement originally, that because of the that they do have to say, and they didn't say it properly. So Abayah says to him in this version, if that's the case, in the end when it says, in a case where two people are saying that they saw it being written, and one person says it was actually signed, he saw it signed, also it's no good. Rebihuda says, it's kosher. What's the case? Even in a case where it's coming, it's both of them are bringing it, the rabbis say it's possible. I'm lay in. So he says to them, yes. But my said to them, what's the argument? So why does Rebihuda say it's kosher? The Tanakhama holds that the issue has to do with lishma, And therefore, you have to say, that it was signed and sealed in front of you. And therefore, since they didn't properly say it, so therefore, it's no good and Rabbi Yehuda who says that it's kosher is because he holds the only issue has to do with the fact that we have to confirm that it was written this, that the signatures are correct and therefore since they are going to be around and they can confirm it later so it's not necessary for them to even say So now the Gemara asks Let us say that this machlokus that we had originally between Rava and Rava is actually a machlokus, like we just said between Rabbi Yehuda and the Lo, no. So the Gemara says No, it's not true Rava metars a Kama that Ravah will explain the Mishnah like the first Lashon and there everyone agrees to Ravah that the only reason you have to say b'fani nech, b'fani nech, is to confirm the signatures the Rav amalacha, and Ravah will explain to you as follows everyone agrees that you need Lashma that you need to confirm that what's the case over here shalamdu. it's already after they already learned that there's a concept of Lashma and what is the argument here whether or not it's going to go back to its original state the that the Rabban say it's possible because they hold that we're gonna we're gonna make a zero we're gonna make a decree that it might go back to the original way. Umar And Rabbi Yehuda holds that we don't make that zero, we don't make that decree, and we don't assume it's gonna go back to the way it was before. So another Gemara asks, if that's the case, we lift like Nami, Rabbi Yehuda Beresha. So let Rabbi Huda also argue on the first case, the case where, where two people came, and one said another one said nechtam. So he, there also he should say that we don't make a xero. We shouldn't require b'fanei nechtaf, b'fanei nechtaf. and therefore it should be fine. So she, she, she says it's kosher there too. The Gemara answers, we we said about this. Amar Ula Ula said, Cholak Af Barishina, that indeed Rabbi Yehuda also argued about that first case. Now the Gemara says, "Maser Rav Le le'ula." Rav Uisha asked Ula the following question. Rabbi Yehuda Machshir. It said that Rav Yehuda says it's kosher. B'zu. It sounds like it's only in this case. V'lo so not in a different case. Ute, Perhaps it's coming to exclude the case of echad omer b'fanin nechdam. V'yachad Amr b'fanin That first case where you just said that he also argues in that case. The Gemara says, Loy. no." It's coming to exclude the case where one guy said that it was signed in front of me but it was not written in front of me. Then, in that case he doesn't argue and he does agree that even in that case it's possible as well. I mean, we, would, we would have thought to say that he doesn't make sense. He doesn't make this That things will go back. The fact that we might mix up a case where one person is verifying it, like the case of Geth, so you might mix it up in a case where you need two people. So you might think that he wouldn't make that gzera either. And that's why we have to say that no, he agrees in that case where you have one where one guy is coming along and saying it, it was written in front of me, but it wasn't signed in. Front or the opposite, that even in that case, he agrees that it's puzzle, puzzle that it's not good. Itmar Nami. We have a memra, a statement of an Amor, which is similar to the second version of Rabbi Yochanan, that the, the, the macholokis that we said, the get is coming out, being brought by two people, two shluchim, two messengers. I'm Rabbi Rabbi says, two people that brought a get, a divorce document from outside of Israel. So this is an argument between Rabbi Huda and the Rabanan. This is exactly what we said. Rabbah Babrachana Khalash Rabbah, the son of the son of Kana, was sick. Uligabe Ravihuda Virabo, the Shulebe, they came to him Revihuda and Rabbah, they came to ask him questions. Bom mineda asim as follows Shneim Shivu get me within a Sayom. If two people brought a get, a divorce document from Asabisra Faninu Nechtav Faninu Nechtam O ainsi, do they need to say Bafaninaktav or not? They don't need to say it. Mila Mehemni. If they would say that before us she was divorced, would they not be believed? So they are also believed over here. They don't need to say it, and therefore they could they could be brought in at any time to affirm the witnesses at a later date. at that time, Asa Hahu This guy came, this Khavra guy, a Persian guy came. Shakl de Shraga Mikamayu, he took the lamp out from in front of them. So and Rashi explained that the case was that the reason that he did this is because he was a Persian and they have this avodah zara, this idolatry, and there are certain days on their on their uh, idolatrous holidays that they don't light any lights except for in their temples. Omar. So Rabbi Berachana said as follows: Rachmana Hashem, aybetulach, aybetulah debar esov. Either place us within your shade, meaning bring us back to Israel, or place us in the shade of the children of Esau. I mean, we would rather be amongst the Romans than be amongst the Persians who take away our lights in order to, to show some kind of honor and respect for their idolatrous practice. So the Gemara says, "Wait, la de araymoy maalu miparsoyz." Is this to say that the Romans are better than the Persians? Vatayir bechira, vichia learned. What does it say? In the, what does it mean in the verse when it says, "Elakim haven darka, God understood its ways." who yada es He knows its place. Hashem knows about the people of Israel Kavokzirasaramaim that they can't accept upon themselves the decree of the Romans on the So that's why Hashem placed us in the exile of the Babylonians. So that was to clearly imply Babylonians are better than the Romans. So what is uh, Rabbi Barbakana saying? More like, Kosha, l-bavel, l-bavel. There was this group of people called the Chavri, and this is talking about when do we say that it's better to be, to be outside, to be with the Romans, that's after these Chavri people came, came to Babylonia. But before they came to Babylonia, the Babylonians themselves were actually very good, at least compared to the Romans. We'll continue from here in the next Daily daf.